Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today we'd like to decode Trump tweets of January 30th, 2019, and I have the world's foremost Trump tweet decoder in front of me, Thomas Paine, Douglas Gabriel. You ready to get started? Yes, ma'am, Bessie. Okay. Maduro willing to negotiate with opposition in Venezuela following U.S. sanctions and the cutting off of oil revenues. Guaido is being targeted by Venezuelan Supreme Court. Massive protest expected today. Americans should not travel to Venezuela until further notice. Yeah, that's uh, to decode this, to read the between the lines, here's what we already told you is going to happen. Civil war. Okay, we predicted it, and now these supposed negotiations Maduro wants to have with the uh, assembly-elected new president? No, 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 no. That's just biding him time to get his uh, communist mercenaries there, which they already have pointed out that, you know, there's hundreds of mercenaries that have showed up to protect Maduro because Russia and China have already prepaid for oil, and they're afraid that if socialism slash communism stops in Venezuela, then they're going to lose what they have already invested. And this is indicative of what has happened with the One Belt, One Road initiative with China all over the world. They went and they bought up resources with the glut of money that we paid them for being our manufacturing division of America. And then what happened? Then they went in and tried to leverage and twist their arms and literally, basically, take over the country. And this is happening in all these countries where they're literally saying, sorry, we default on our debt to you, China. So Venezuela is in a huge debt to Russia and China, okay? And what is really going on here, this is essentially communism versus democracy. It is the new trend that you'd have to call the Trump political age, where you can speak the truth that literally breaks the brainwashing of a nation that may have been brainwashed for decades, if not entire generations. So we're hearing the false song of globalism slash socialism slash communism slash basically far left-wing progressivism, which is really truly fascism. And you can now see the fascist aspects of Maduro and see the fascist ways that he's been responding to people throughout all of this. And and remember, he already accused America of starting this in saying that we had sent in uh, the CIA and so on and so forth, which we had earlier on. And guess who was doing the CIA penetration into basically a... Uh, I don't even know. It was supposed to be a color revolution, and it was a G, uh, Fusion GPS gig. So Fusion GPS was actually paid to go in and create, through yellow journalism, a bigger war going on in Venezuela, send those messages back to America. I thought it was funny when it was happening because nobody paid any attention to it. They did a very poor job. And, and now we find out that things like that have always been a part of this 100-year propaganda war. Absolutely, because these companies exist. Some of the best paid companies in the world connected to legal firms, and legal firms do this also, to create opposition research. So when you create a smear and lies, which should be considered slander, it's okay, as long as it's political. So what you saw there is Maduro basically following on the dream of socialism. Now here's the dream of socialism. It's a nightmare. There's no socialist country that works. 
Venezuela has more oil than any other country in the world. It should be the richest country in the world, and they are eating garbage. They are eating their animals. Many of the people have left Venezuela and gone to other countries until this mess is over. That is the result of socialism. Here's the result of socialism for all of you who want to go with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or the socialism of Elizabeth Warren or the socialism of Kamala Harris. Do not forget that history shows us 100% of the time socialism, the National Socialist Party, remember them? It leads to dictatorship. Whether it be Mussolini, Stalin, Hitler, it doesn't matter. Every time you say socialism, you're talking about supposedly stealing from the wealthy, giving to the poor, but the man in the middle or the woman in the middle becomes a dictator because they take the money and they move it out of the country. It's a good old British monarchy trick working through the city of London and the way that that works. And that's the way that, you know, it has worked for a long time. But that isn't the way it works in the modern age of social media when you can actually communicate to the whole world all at once. This has never been the case before. So the propaganda management that has to happen in a socialist nation like Venezuela, Maduro was not up to the challenge of it. So what we're going to see here is very clear. We're going to see Russia and China try to force a civil war upon Venezuela, saying that it was American sanctions, which only recently got put on them, by the way. And that's what has basically caused, according to some, this recent reaction. Because basically when America got involved and said, okay, we're going to get involved now, we're going to put sanctions on the very money that's being stolen from Venezuela, sanctions on the corrupt people in your country, that basically caused a screeching halt because, again, oil dollars, it's oil dollars. Oil is done in, in dollars. And so they had to have U.S. banking and U.S. currency connections, and that gave us the ability through Trump to go in through the Treasury Department to put sanctions in the right place. But that was after Venezuela became literally, I don't even know what to call it, a complete bedlam where uh, it's it's basically a failed nation at this moment. And what's going to happen is what we always see. Communism, which is just an excuse for dictatorship, because look at the communism in China. What is it? It's now President Xi. What is the communism in Russia now? It's basically one oligarch mafia leader, Vlad the Impaler Putin. Okay, it always comes down to a dictator, because when you get that much power, so much centralized, it always gets grabbed by whoever the strongest person is. So what we're seeing here is a disaster. But what we're seeing here is also the liberation of the Western Hemisphere. And the Southern nations below us are all exploding. And they could be exploding into uh, worse forms of communism, as some are actually inviting. Or it could be like Brazil, where they are embracing a, a nationalist platform. Exactly. With Bolsonaro. In Venezuela, in Brazil, in other countries in South America, you actually see the Trump effect coming out where people are speaking the truth and ending, as I say, decades of brainwashing that the type of government that tends towards socialism, which is so much practiced in the Southern Hemisphere, is an answer. It is not an answer. It's only an answer for a while if you happen to be the richest oil company country in the world like Venezuela. And then what happens? Even that crashes because 
Oil is now ruled by America. We are now the number one oil producing country in the world in two years of Trump's administration. Before that, we were behind everyone. Yes, but see, it's the little nuances that Trump has spoken long ago that now we begin to see his brilliant strategy and how he really understood the world stage. And let me just give you an example. This false song of globalism. What is that? That false song is this propaganda narrative that's coming at us through the fake news media and all these propaganda channels to convince us that the move towards socialism and globalism and constant wars is a good thing. So do you see how we begin to see his brilliance as time goes on? Oh, absolutely. And what you just said is perfect, and it leads right into the next two as a demonstration of the fact that, you know, he may play like he's not smart sometimes, and he uses very simple language, And but you see... If you actually study the art and the delivery of speech, one of the most critical factors is that your audience can identify with you. If your audience cannot identify with you, they will not open their ears or incline their ear. The words go in, but no meaning happens. And what he has done is he's learned to bring it down to the least common denominator, because why? He was on television with the most popular show. He had to speak in the language of those people who are the sheeple who are really the most brainwashed people in America. So he's trying to get everyone involved. If you're smart and you're a stable genius and you can read between the lines of his tweets, you'll know what's really going on. Well, let's continue. When I become president, ISIS was out of control in Syria and running rampant. Since then, tremendous progress made, especially over the last five weeks. Caliphate will soon be destroyed, unthinkable two years ago negotiating or proceeding well in Afghanistan after 18 years of fighting. Now, I got a lot to say about this because this is so loaded. Do you remember, um, who was it that was complaining on the way out? General Kelly and that other dude I never heard of. Uh, I don't. I won't even guess at his name because he's so incidental. But he was supposed to be attacking ISIS. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's remember that Mad Dog bombed the snot out of ISIS in the first two months of Trump's administration once he got in power. Okay? ISIS was practically completely destroyed in every single nation. It took a while in the other nations because, yes, U.S. helicopters, Huey helicopters, were delivering ISIS out of Iraq into Syria. And then when we bombed the snot out of them in Syria, it was delivering them to uh, to Lebanon and to uh, Angola and to Somalia and to Yemen. And then when we bombed the snot out of them there, they really don't exist anymore. But what happened was on his way out, Mad Dog couldn't help it. And I told everyone this. I'm sure no one believed me. And I'm going to say it again because it is unbelievable, but it's obviously the footprints of evil. Why is there now, all over the mainstream media, a statement that ISIS has new land in Syria that they've claimed? Yeah, what is that about? Uh, Here's what it's about, because in a minute we're going to look at a tweet where the intelligence community made a report to Congress, and that report basically said that ISIS is taking foothold again, that we shouldn't be uh, coming out of Syria, that uh, we shouldn't be coming out of Afghanistan, that North Korea really is still a huge nuclear threat and that there's no problem on the southern border. Those are all lies. But remember, the intelligence community, even the appointees, Dan Coats, uh, 
Has, what's Haskell? Uh, Dina Gina Haskell. Haskell. Gina Haskell. Haspel. Haspel. That's right. H a s p e l. Dina. Uh, and and uh, and the other appointees in the intelligence agencies. Unfortunately, Christopher Ray came up and he picked, plucked him out of already being groomed. Unfortunately, uh, Christopher Ray for the FBI. Uh, Dan Coates for the director office of the director of national intelligence. Um, these people simply get controlled by the SES handlers that they have, okay? They're not stupid people, but they are politicians in many cases. And because of that, they get in charge of an intelligence agency that either gives them the wrong intelligence, and here Trump actually makes a joke in one of these tweets about the intelligence, it brings back weapons of mass destruction, because it says that ISIS is now got land. Okay, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. ISIS has land? How do we know ISIS has land in Syria? If we know ISIS has land and we haven't bombed the snot out of it, then the people who didn't bomb the snot out of it are traitors. So why are they reporting this? I know, I know. Because these people are constantly trying to put us in a state of fear and terror so we will continue these endless wars in the world. And these are your warmongers, your globalists, your banksters. And they're behind the intelligence agencies. Exactly. And so Obama never bombed ISIS. He gave a billion dollars a year to ISIL, his personal one. Bush's personal group was Al-Qaeda, and we gave billions to them through Donald Rumsfeld and others. But what we're really talking about here is that ISIS is going to be bombed the second that the president is told about them. They shouldn't exist at all. They were only in existence because we supported them directly. There were four groups in Syria we supported directly out of the out of the Pentagon. One was ISIL, one was ISIS, and uh, and the Northern Kurds, and the uh, and, and another group, the um, anti-Assad uh, group. Anti, uh, uh, they called it pro-Syrian. What are those? Those are all front groups. Many of them are militia. militia. They are mercenaries. They are paid for soldiers, and we paid for them. And that our soldiers are being killed by them. We have been in battles with those mercenaries that we paid for, and they killed our soldiers. Okay? That's why we got to get out of Syria, because you can't even tell who you're fighting there. And when your own intelligence agents, leaders of the agencies, excuse me, go before Congress and tell these lies, it just shows you that they, these are the same people and the same type of people who allowed Obama to bomb seven countries that we weren't at war with, None of them were ISIS. He never bombed ISIS ever, not once. Never bombed an ISIS encampment. Never bombed any of the oil that was feeding the money to ISIS. He never was in a war with ISIS. Okay? Now, they say that we are not containing ISIS. That is a lie. We will bomb the snot out of it. And if they haven't bombed the snot out of it, then we need to get new people in those positions. And yes, we do need to get new people in those positions. Dan Coates was given a 30-day... It's not going to do any good until you remove the senior executive service. Yes. Because uh, they're yes. managing these people. I mean, you look at this article. It, it, first, it's, it's put on AP, which we know is a news-feeding organization that serves the banksters. And then you're talking about the intelligence community in front of Congress. What I saw, frankly, was these rogue intelligence agencies trying to do an in-run around the president to take their concerns to Congress so Congress will keep these wars going so that these bankers and 
everybody else who's behind it continues to make money off of killing people. Absolutely. Uh, and that's the problem with our commander-in-chief. He's the commander-in-chief not of war but of peace. He's trying to create peace in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Yemen, in Syria, in Iran, in North Korea, in Somalia, in Angola, in, in Congo, everywhere, right? Why? Because it's fake. It is fake. Look here. This is the reality. Why are there going to be peace negotiations in Afghanistan? Because we say we're going to remove our troops. Here is the first rule in dealing with anyone that we are at war with. We will not stop fighting you, America, until you get your troops out of our country. They were never supposed to be here to begin with. Who invited us into Afghanistan? That was the Russians had control of Afghanistan. It was for over a pipeline issue. Now that pipeline, nobody cares about that. They went around in a different direction. So the minute that Trump says we're withdrawing, then Afghanistan says let's sit down and negotiate a peace. Why? Because they know that the thing is to rip off America after a war and to say that we need to rebuild their country. And yes, we did uh, cause uh, a lot of destruction in Afghanistan. And maybe we do need to rebuild some things there, but we do not need to rebuild it for our enemies. And so the caliphate, as he says here, will soon be destroyed. Unthinkable two years ago. Unthinkable during the time of Obama and Hillary because they helped create and with continue Al-Qaeda, create ISIS, create ISIL, create the caliphate. They did not stop the caliphate's uh, growth, both in Iraq and in Syria during the Obama administration. So why in two years was this able to happen? Because Trump took away $1 billion a year that Obama was paying ISIS and his special group ISIL. And we basically said, we're getting out. It's not our fight. This is a civil war. Trump is going to stop the warlord bankers and brokers because he's the commander-in-chief of peace, which they can't handle. But he's exiting there because of civil war, and that's their civil war. Yet, in Venezuela, we're getting involved in a civil war. So, well, what, so what's the difference? Well, technically, we're not so involved. The sanctions on them were for criminal activities in, in Venezuela. We have tried to keep our hands out of it, even though uh, prior administration to Obama did send certain, um, I forget what he called them. Uh, oh, they were helpers who were helping the Maduro resistance in the southern part of Venezuela. And that is what Maduro called the CIA. Well, supposedly those were advisors who weren't bringing any weapons. And, you know, it was a secret operation and blah, blah, blah. So we did get involved then, but then that got busted and that was pulled out. And basically, we didn't really do a lot when we knew that China and Russia had used Venezuela as a launching pad to create the dissent and to disseminate the information to start the invasions out of Central America against America. Those are Venezuelan or, uh, origins, and we now know. So we're really getting at the root of the cause of these caravans. Correct. Okay, let's go into this other tweet. Fighting continues, but the people of Afghanistan want peace in this never-ending war. We will soon see if talks will be successful. North Korea relationship is best. It has ever been with U.S. No testing, getting remains, hostages return, decent chance of denuclearization. He said those things because of the lying, stinking Dan Coates, Christopher Ray, 
Gina Haspel, and who else was there? Uh, there were a couple others. But anyway, they're lying, cheating. They've basically gotten together, and they are basically being told what they have to do to maintain the status quo, being told that no one can create peace with North Korea because that's the buffer zone between one of our biggest manufacturing countries, South Korea, and China. That is the competition. North Korea stands there as a buffer zone. And so all those people have suffered all those years. We've lost so many troops in this whole thing, all because we refuse to speak the truth, which is... North Korea is the megaphone of China. So what Trump is saying here is those stinking lying intelligence officers who unfortunately I appointed and the I, I don't know who's lower, probably Christopher Well, he Ray. may have appointed them before he understood how SES is really running the bureaucracy. I think he did it because he knew they were the only ones who would get um, approval and that he didn't realize how bad it was. And I didn't think anybody knew about the SES until um, in the last few months when we and others and Phil McConnell have been, who has been revealing this for some time, but in the last year or so, SES has only come to the attention of people who think they know a lot and they actually know zero because they haven't gone to Wikipedia and plugged in senior executive service and said, holy Lord, we have a Nazi SS shadow government that runs America. And that's the truth. And the head of it is SES Herr Mueller. Oh, Mueller is is one of the top dogs. And there really is no head of it per se. If you want to say there was a head of it, it'd be the Queen of England and the Privy Council because it's the method that they have adopted. So what Trump is saying here is he has to negate what these bimbos said. They said there was, okay, these intelligence officers, I don't care which area they're in charge of, but if they didn't speak up when Christopher Ray did not say that we're being invaded by forces through of Russia and China through Venezuela, through Central America, and Mexico is complicit because they're being paid off because they paid off Nancy Pelosi with drug cartel money, this is now pretty well known because of her prior visits as well as the other people she took there happened to have all gone far left and there are totally open borders they will lie lay down their bodies they will die for the concept that we cannot have a border between mexico well, and america only one already, reason for that because they're communists who support the venezuelan central america mexican attack on america plus you already took the money they already took the money. They have to do they it. They have to do it, or they're going to be... We may not see Nancy Pelosi long for this world. Because, you know, that's a lot of money. Well, they they know that... the And I told everybody this. The current president of Mexico is 100% controlled by drug cartels, and he admitted so during his campaign. He also said things like, every Mexican has a civil right to go across the border, work in America, and bring the money back to their families without being interrupted, and without being a citizen of America, and without complying to any of our uh, immigration rules, okay? This man has basically stated he will not pay for a wall, because that is where the, the battle goes on. If you stand up against a, a Mexican politician who is in office, you die. I forget how many hundreds of journalists were killed last year alone. I don't know the total, but it is many thousands have been found buried in mass graves and killed on the southern border, not to mention the death tolls in all of the border cities. There is a war going on. And if these intelligence officers 
who reported to Congress didn't notice that. They all needed to be fired by Congress right there on the spot. But of they course. won't be because everyone in Congress is compromised, blackmailed, or on the take. Because Carlos Slim, through Mexico, donates to the United States Chamber of Commerce. Because why? It is not a federal organization. It can receive those funds, slush them through, and give them as election campaign fraudulent donations to the leadership, Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, and they make sure that no one steps out of line. They all vote as a wolf pack Don't group. forget Mitch McConnell and the Republican rhino globalist, too. But let's get going, because that next tweet is related. Time will tell what will happen with North Korea, but at the end of the previous administration, relationship was horrendous and very bad things were about to happen. Now a whole different story. I look forward to seeing Kim Jong-un shortly. Progress being made big difference. Now, I know you call it a buffer zone, but actually I see it a, a friction zone. They have to have places in the world where there's friction because it's that friction that creates the escalation of war. And if we don't have friction, oh my gosh, if we should have peace, or at least countries trying to make peace, that doesn't give them the friction they need. Yes, that's absolutely true. It's a, a, a spark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get rid of these friction zones. and It's a Flintstone. There's it's no reason a... why we can't have peace and prosperity around the world. There really isn't. All the investigation and the research we have found, we found the source, a big source, of where all this propaganda is coming from. We need to take it out. And that's the next thing I was going to say. You oftentimes just jump right to what my next thought is, which is the mainstream media... Every week, I keep telling you every week now, it's at least twice a week, will tell you that they have photographic proof that missiles are still being made in North Korea, that they are actively building a nuclear facility that can enrich uranium, that they are actively building a nuclear power plant that can do breeder reacting, that they, uh, missiles, 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 and then read the article. No evidence, no pictures, no nothing. This is what Trump is fighting, mainstream media. These are lies. These are lies. They can't take it. They just don't know what they're going to do with themselves. Because why? Well, if there's no World War III in Syria, then Hillary's entire plan and the UN taking over America is completely shot. Oh, well, that's not so good. If Iran, we're not going to have to go to war with Iran because Israel is ready to blow the snot out of Iran. Iran is getting into a civil war itself. Their economy is crashing because of the sanctions. Germany's come out as well as the European Union, and worked a uh, sanctions workaround deal to give money to Iran to show who our real enemies are, okay? Our real enemies are showing who they really are right now. We're not going to go to war with Iran. We don't have to go to war with Iraq. No, Iran took over Iraq, and now Iran is taking over Syria. What does, you know, nobody seems to notice this. But guess what? Iran is going to fail. They're going to fall, and when that happens, it's going to go back to regional rule. And the Shiites will have their country, and the Sunnis will have their country, again, as it was. And right now, there's not going to be a war in Damascus. Because why? Israel has admitted to 200 attacks on weapons, particularly missiles, sent by Iran through the $150 billion that John Kerry helped Obama and Hillary Clinton give Iran so that then they could give it to Hezbollah, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, Hamas, and the Palestinian Organ uh, Liberation Organization. I always call it that. 
whatever, the Palestinian Authority. So these funds can be tracked. Also, they gave money to Yemen. They gave money and missiles to Yemen to attack uh, Riyadh in Saudi Arabia. So what is happening here? As soon as you get America out of the mix, the wars end. As soon as America gets out of Afghanistan, oh, they want a peace treaty. As soon as we get out of Syria, oh, war ends. Yeah, like, hello world, the problem is America. And when we say America, we're talking about the rogue military-industrial complex that got a hold of our country and operates through it in in this fashion. So everybody around the world needs to help us get America out of your country. Mainstream media has said they'd be happy if we go into a World War III with North Korea just so we can prove Trump wrong. Okay, North Korea was launching missiles over Japan. The second it entered Japanese airspace, we had the right, so did Japan, to drop a nuclear weapon on North Korea. Now, how many times did that happen, folks? And yet Trump didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. He had the proper intelligence, not the lies that said that North Korea already had nuclear warheads. In fact, they said multiple nuclear warheads on one single missile. The mainstream media reported that again and again and again and again and again and again and again. So that it would taunt Trump into going into World War III. In Syria, with Damascus, through Iran, by weaponizing Iran so that the Levant, the entire Syria, Damascus, Iraq, Lebanon, you know, the Levant, the entire war going on there, Jordan, that entire thing would explode. No, it didn't explode. Tried to do with North Korea. Didn't happen. Tried to do it with China, with cyber warfare. Nope, didn't happen. Tried to do it with Russia, saying Russia interfered in our election, So sank- and then put sanctions on Russia that is just killing Russia, so they had to do a secret deal with Angela Merkel, and now their other Nord Stream 1, if that doesn't get in gear, then Russia's going to be really, really, really upset, okay? And then we're going to have a real problem. But what are you seeing all over the place? Lies in the mainstream media that are, in- that are affecting U.S. national security. We need to close down the mainstream media. They are the enemy of the state. Yes, they are an enemy of the people of the United States and the world. Absolutely. Okay. Um, If the Committee of Republicans and Democrats now meeting on border security is not discussing or contemplating a wall or physical barrier, they're wasting their time. And then he points out in the next tweet, three separate caravans marching to our border. The numbers are tremendous. Well, let's go back to that first one. This proves his resolve. He already knows, and we told you this from the beginning. He has no hope whatsoever that during these 21 days that anything will come of a bipartisan agreement. We already saw them attempt that with four different bills, all of which did not meet muster, all of which failed miserably, couldn't get it anywhere whatsoever. So he knows that nothing's going to come of it. He already knows what he's going to do, okay? This is the art of the deal. They're the losers. He's the winner. That's the way that it goes, folks. He, at this moment right now, is taking $1.57 billion and doing 154 miles, 157 miles of, of a border wall right as we speak. And yet the Democrats and Republicans don't even know that. They don't even seem to be aware. And then the other 235 miles, he can have that done in a minute because he has $800 billion slush fund with the Defense Department, and he can simply, as he's doing, pull troops out of Afghanistan, out of Syria, anywhere, or whatever. He can save billions of dollars with his budget line that he is completely in control of, and that is 
he can use a national security emergency, which he's already declared three of, two of which are directly related to the southern border. And he can simply, without anybody's permission, use the military and the National Guard and others to, and states that are cooperative to simply put up the barrier that he wants. One barrier or another, it doesn't really matter. He keeps calling it a wall and says Mexicans, Mexico is going to pay for it as a taunt. These idiots are stupider than he ever imagined that he can manipulate them so easily with one or two words. A wall, Mexico will pay. Mexico has already paid. Already we have gained more money through the new UCMA and its adjustments to what he okay. already adjusted to NAFTA. We have already gained that much money in one, in one area, but they won't let him get that money, even though that will simply be a surplus in that particular budget line. So he's simply going to use his defense budget line, and nobody can stop him. Listen, most people with common sense understood full well when he said a wall that that meant some kind of barrier to keep them out and us in. And we also took it to mean that Mexico is going to pay for it in some form or fashion. But these idiot liberal lefts, they, have not, they just don't think. They just take you literally. Okay, the next tweet reads, where is Ruth? Wait, where is Ruth? Yes, where is Ruth? Where is Ruth? Well, but first, 12,000 in the three caravans coming? Nope, there's going to be more than that. And especially look at the growth rate. And you already see that there's trucks, buses, vans, flatbeds starting to deliver them, bringing them up north. Again, each person driving those vehicles is a criminal complicit with murder because it will be people murdered, raped, they will die of drug overdose, they will die of exposure. These are all criminals. Now, what I'm going to suggest is rather radical, but we like to be radical around here. This is my idea. The Conclave didn't like this idea. So Tough rather luck. a piece of cheesecake with that idea? I, that's why their faces are all stuffed now, so they can't uh, object. There are 10 million people who have already been basically mustered and ready to go. And who is the group that is causing that to happen. Those are Russians and Chinese working together out of Venezuela in El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, and other Central American countries, as well as uh, numerous South American countries that ha that are amassing, are literally, literally warriors who are enemies, Hezbollah, Hamas, uh, Al-Qaeda, even some ISIS soldiers that were pre previous ISIS. So we are literally watching Armies. the preparation of an invasion of America, just like Obama and Hillary and the Pope and Erdogan and uh, al-Assad set up the invasion of Europe and Angela Merkel and George Soros to basically take over Europe and the European people have nothing that they get to say about it because there's no free speech there and because the Ministry of Truth through George Soros and the Atlantic Council doesn't allow any truth. So here's what I'm going to suggest, and this might be somewhat radical, but it's very, very simple. We simply say, once we secure our southern border to Mexico, we're going to help you secure your southern border, period. And I don't care how many troops it takes. I don't care how many tanks it takes. I don't care how many uh, airships it takes. I don't care. We simply say, and we stop all funding to those countries, Central American countries that are invading us. And if they continue, then we simply invade them. Or we send in um, non-government organizations under the... Uh, 
with the titles of democracy and freedom and free elections, and we simply create an orange revolution to overthrow the revolution that has already been created. Let's call this the Invasion of America Revolution, which has already started. We've already seen the first caravans. We've seen that in the first case, there was nothing we could do about it. They climbed over the wall. Nothing was done. Second one, no one got through. If we do not support Trump in his duty to secure this country, then you're a criminal, folks. And I'm talking to each and every one of you right now. And if you don't believe it, go down to the southern border. Go down to Mexico. Go visit Tijuana right now. Or go see... Uh, why don't you do some... Um, well, don't the pres- Me- Mexicans care about these invaders coming through their country? They're insanely upset about it. They they are attacking them. They have literally physically attacked them. They have organized groups to attack them. They've tried to use their government to kick them out. They are deporting huge amounts of them. The Mexican government is coming up with money to pay the people in Tijuana and giving them free tickets to go back home. Problem is, most of them are waiting Haven't this out to see if Pelosi's going to win or Trump's going to win. Yeah, it sure would have been a lot cheaper if they had just secured their own southern border. Okay, you know, I, I said that he tweeted out something about Ruth. Well, he didn't, but it's a big elephant in the room. Where is Ruth Ginsburg? You know, a lot of people been tweeting this picture around of a supposed nurse with a dark figure of Ruth. I won't post it because it's hearsay nonsense. We are entitled to know full upfront, full transparency where Ruth Bader Ginsburg is and why she cannot report to work. I want to see something done about that, Thomas. um, What can citizens do? Well, basically... uh, I recommended you call the Supreme Court every day and ask where the hell she is. That's good. That's good. But... I'm kind of, you know, more phlegmatic than you. You're a bit more choleric than I am. You know, you're fiery, and I'm just kind of like a pool of water. Here's what I say. Good, she's not in court. Her vote doesn't count. If she's not there, her vote can't count. She no, can't give an opinion. they let her work from home. Nope, and, of course, nope, we know nope, her staff. Nope, 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 Not in my book. Yeah, but you've got corrupt, very corrupt judge Roberts, who's heading the court, and he's letting anything go up there. Oh, he has stacked the FISA you know, you, court. You talk he about has, he has uh, recused judges after he had uh, they did his his uh, dirty dealings in courts. He then recuses them so that later people won't notice that they were the same judge who were friends of the people who were witnesses. Oh my gosh, John Roberts couldn't be any more corrupt. He selected all those 11 FISA court judges that were running this coup d'etat on President Trump, and Roberts allowed it to go. And it sort of gets back to the first tweet when he's saying, uh, Trump is saying the Guaido is being targeted by the Venezuelan Supreme Court. When I read that, I said, and you're not getting much help from the U.S. Supreme Court either. Okay, um... The intelligence people seem to be extremely passive and naive when it comes to the dangers of Iran. They are wrong. When I became president, Iran was making trouble all over the Middle East and beyond. Since ending the terrible Iran nuclear deal, they are much different, but a source of potential danger and conflict. There are testing rockets last week and more and are coming very close to the edge. Their economy is now crashing, which is... The only thing holding them back, be careful of Iran. Perhaps intelligence should go back to school. Yeah. Hey, how about coming to the schoolhouse? The one-room schoolhouse right here with Betsy and Thomas and learn something, this intelligence agencies. 
I, I'm pretty sure we just saw Trump take like, the intelligence like, agents to school. Yeah, well, you know what? He's like, the principal. He's taking. Like, he's going to paddle them. Why don't we just start by telling us why Hannigan was over here messing in our elections? Yeah, yeah. Just answer a single question. I wish I was in those. Why meetings. do you have Nick Clegg over here running Facebook, Sir Nick Clegg? Just yeah, just What's answer Jeffrey one single Caddy question. Doing? Richard Dearlove, where are intelligence agents giving full reports to the president about the British interfering in our elections and trying to overthrow him? Have they put a report on his table? Well, that's the point. Perhaps intelligence should go back to school. This shows he does not listen to them. Period. And when they say that they say opposite of him in meetings, yeah, they do because he's right, they're wrong. When they say he doesn't listen to them, yeah, that's correct because they're wrong. He better not listen to them. If he starts listening to them, we're all lost. And when you say intelligence agencies and government, that's an oxymoron. These people are not intelligent. Uh, Dan Coates so didn't do his job when he was told no more Americans can be surveilled. Give me a plan in 30 days. No plan. He told uh, told, um, Kirsten Nielsen, give me a report on the election two weeks afterwards. No report. If she couldn't have found corruption in the last election, she's blind. Okay, so when you see Christopher Ray, who has the 33,000 missing emails in his office, as well as the other 785,000 that were on her laptop... When he has all the laptops that were supposed to have been destroyed and he admitted in front of Congress he has them, how does he not go to jail? Well, you tell me. He comes out on a YouTube the other day, the first thing we've heard of him since he started, talking about getting his senior executive service people paid. Of course, he doesn't say yes, he is, but it's all the people that are furloughed, the rank and file of the FBI. You know those hard workers that are out there busting crime for us. He came out and basically said he stood against the administration's policy. He works for the administration. Now you're a rogue employee. You need to be fired, just like Comey. We, we don't need to wait anymore for the kind of Comey crimes before we get rid of people. But we, Trump can't do that. We have to remember, he's working in a political arena that is worse than swimming with sharks. So we went over these uh, first uh, tweet quite a bit a minute ago when we talked about yes. the fact that uh, really, the Iran deal is terrible. $150 billion for missiles to bomb Iran, to bomb Israel. That's really what it amounts to, folks. Obama couldn't bomb Israel because Obama hated Israel. So what did he do? He made sure all the countries around them were in this complete chaos. He gave money to their worst enemy who said that they would take any money they had and make nuclear weapons or any kind of missile and launch it against Israel. They have hundreds, now over 300 missiles paid for by Iran, shipped through Iraq into Syria, launched at Israel. Israel has shot them all out of the air except a few. And what happens? Nothing happens. Why doesn't John Kerry go to jail? Why doesn't Obama go to jail? Why doesn't Hillary go to jail for just these Iranian crimes? Now, with Iran, let's remember, Iran, the second that Trump said the deal is off, they came out in mid la di da di boo boo we've been doing research the whole time. And then what happened? The Israels came, Israelis came out and found two of their facilities and, and filmed them and showed everybody. Nobody pays any attention. They have never stopped enriching uranium. They have one of the greatest stockpiles of uranium in the world in Iran. And you think they're not going to enrich it? No, everybody knew that they were. But what happened was the fake news, the propaganda spewed lies to American people, so we were led to believe that everything was fine. And 
we were led to believe that Hillary having an assistant named Huma Abedin, whose mother is the head of the female support of the Muslim Brotherhood, which basically proves that the Muslim Brotherhood had control of her election, and that that basically we've seen Obama dress up, and that he has been greeted as if he was a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. What we really have here is wars that are being waged that nobody seems to come out and tell the truth about. But what happened with Iran? Iran is a huge danger at this point. They are collapsing. It will probably turn into civil war. They've lost their spiritual leader. They really don't have anything to support them at this point and get them through. And remember, they're mostly Persians. And so the Muslim invasion of Persia is also, don't forget, an invasion of the money of the British and the French. And the reason that the British and the French are doing their runaround, the sanctions, the American sanctions on Iran, that was their oil before, and they want it back. Because Iran has now gone over to doing deals with Russia and China. And if those deals go through, Britain and France lose big time. Nobody's telling you that, are they? I think I'm about the only person who ever mentions that out loud. But what's going on here? is a UN workaround of those sanctions. And Germany came out and wanted to give 400 million, and Trump said, no, you better not. And so they have now, as of yesterday, worked out a way to pay a third party so that they can pay this Iranian regime so that they don't fold. If that money didn't go to Iran right now, civil war would probably start because the economic collapse there, which is what should happen. And when you hear the intelligence community talking, always hear the phrase, weapons of mass destruction. These people are not stupid. They are complicit with crime of killing thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of our soldiers, okay? And they knew it all along. It's like believing the Russian dossier is real. No one could possibly believe it was real who had a brain. No one. And no one who is paying attention could say John Kerry, the 1,500 Iranian spies that you let into the country, and now dozens of them have been arrested and expelled because they have absolutely no finesse. They just go for the jugular. John Kerry, why aren't you going to jail? The riots will have already started in Iran, okay? And this is part of the real program, just like the program in Venezuela. Trump wouldn't overthrow Maduro, Okay? And so what happened? The people are overthrowing Maduro. Trump doesn't need to overthrow Macron and, and, and Angela Merkel and George Soros. The people should. So basically, anyone who would believe American intelligence would not be as smart as Trump because he certainly doesn't believe them. And he certainly has not acted upon the intelligence given to him by the supposed honest mainstream media. I mean, isn't the media there to, to bring out honesty and to do investigative research and bring the truth out no matter how hard it is on no matter what party it's about? No, don't believe that. The, the uh, Fake intelligence, folks. I now just heard a statistic. Uh, I was quoting Gallup poll that about 20% of Americans believe in mainstream media. No, it's 6%. 6%. You have a patriotic duty to turn it off and not turn it on anymore. They are our enemy. That's the fact, and we need to simply defund them. We're defunding the United Nations, and its power is collapsing. We're defunding war, and war is collapsing. We're defunding the criminal crossing of our southern border, and we will see the minute that we put up a barrier, just like we need to put up barriers to the complaints of NATO, the complaints of the United Nations, the complaints of the European Union, the complaints of people who say that 
uh, we need to listen to China, that China needs to be the world leader. No, folks, what we need to do is listen to our president because he's a stable genius.